Hello, professionals. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite business podcast, Professional-ish. Um, today, I, Rachel, am here with my co-host, Jordan. And for the most part, she's going to be leading the show. She has some great things to say about what it means to be the secret sauce, how to be a great and valuable employee. So for those of you who have made it this far, point number five, final point of the episode for <laughs> this section, and then we'll, we'll wrap up um, as we go forward here. The last point is um, the valuable employee sets and enforces healthy boundaries. And I think Rachel had a lot of good thoughts on this, so I, I want to give you the, the microphone to be able to really expand upon that. Okay, yes. So setting and enforcing healthy boundaries. I feel like this just, it really just encompasses all of our other four points. I would venture to say you can't be a good employee if you're not enforcing healthy boundaries. If you're not taking care of yourself and you're not creating and maintaining healthy work relationships and work environment, then you're not a good employee. Like you're, we've, we've talked about a few different kinds of employees before, uh, especially in our boundaries episode. If you, if you're not making your expectations, your boundaries very clear, then you're only you're hurting yourself. Well, no, I take that back. You're not only hurting yourself, you're hurting other people, but super important across across everything we've discussed. And that is, the boundaries can be on multiple layers. And with that, if you're not, like I said, if you're not taking good care of yourself, you can't be a good employee. That means go going all the way back to knowing your responsibilities, being willing to manage them. If you aren't setting boundaries with the responsibilities or the expect with the responsibilities or expectations that you're taking on, that's part of that is your own boundary. If someone else isn't respecting your boundaries, you have to reinforce them. Um, so listening to our boundaries episode, very applicable, very important to being a good employee and a good coworker and a happy, happy person. If your boundaries are bad, you're not going to be, I would venture to say you're not going to be a happy person. Um, or other people around you are suffering and you're happy. Next kind of example of this is there's taking care of yourself. And with that taking care of yourself, um, I come from a long line of workaholics and it's very hard for me to set boundaries of, um, you know, if I'm really into something, I just want to get it done. I have had to learn where to stop so that I'm not burning myself out. Um, like a great example of this kind of juxtaposition of finding balance is my dad has always said, you may not be the smartest person in the room, but you can outwork anyone. So that's one mindset and I don't necessarily disagree with it, but on the flip side, my sister who has been a business owner has always said work smarter, not harder. So you can 
you can be not the smartest person in the room. You can outwork someone by working smarter, not harder, which I feel like that's like a very large concept to try and wrap your head around. But outworking someone or working really hard does not have to mean burning yourself out or being a workaholic. Like you are allowed to have boundaries. You are allowed to take time off. You are allowed to meet your own needs. I think it's time to like throw away the idea that working hard means that you are literally working around the clock. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not, that, that may have been where it came from. That may have been how it's been applied. But if I see someone who's a hard worker, I'm literally thinking that they are responsible for their tasks, they're doing their tasks well, they're doing their tasks timely, they're dependable, done. So if you can be a hard worker and keep within those boundaries, keep yourself healthy and within what your limits are, I don't really see... If there's something that's going to extend past your like window of like availability for work and you've got to like do another hour or whatever, that's one thing. But if you were consistently working outside of the hours that you have been asked to just to prove yourself and you don't actually need to do that, I'm like, what are you, who are you trying to impress? Like, I think show up a few minutes early, leave on time. Like, there's reevaluation is needed at that point. Like, are you, are you just overworking yourself? Are you struggling with something in particular or have you been given more work than is reasonable for someone to do or are like, are the expectations too high? All of it. Yep. Yeah. Just to, to re think about what your work ethic is, because to me, getting yourself done and keeping in communication on your tasks, that's, that's what I want from a, a teammate, from an employee, from coworker, et cetera. I don't really care when they do their work as long as they're getting their work done. Roger that. So with that being said, that's probably the fifth time I've said that today, but that's okay. <laughs> Verbal. What's one of our, what's one of our uh, catchphrases or whatever. We're going to go ahead and move on. And our next uh, talking points are going to be what can come about when you put all of these suggestions into play. Um, just because you do all these things, it does not immediately equate to uh, you're doing these things to, to be a good employee, to be a good worker, to be someone who is commendable. There shouldn't necessarily be any more base motivation than that. An additional motivation could be um, you want certain things to come from it, but base level, that's how you should conduct yourself. So we're not saying if you do X plus Y equals Z, this is going to end up this way. Like there's no promises with these, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but this is just base level of here's what you should expect from yourself as you conduct yourself in the workplace. Um, So with that being said, oh my gosh, is that again? Who knows? (laughs) And I would, I would venture to like, I would say these are results that you and I have seen from the work that we've put in. 
So it, it's going to be different from company to company, place to place. Mm -hmm. But here's just an example of why being an asset, why being the secret sauce is why it's worth it and why it's worth putting that time in. Yes. So when I started at this company, I, there wasn't, I didn't have a whole lot of motivation or strategy. I just came in ready to learn, ready to work and ready to contribute. And so I took my experience and built out the five bullet points. Like I just kind of found some themes and found some tangibles and created those five. So now that we've gone through all those five points, we're going to kind of stick them into the machine. I'm going to show you because I did a here's what B looked like. Here's what the result came from in a real life scenario. So uh, as you're kind of thinking through those first, um, those first five things of understanding your responsibilities and being willing and able to manage them. Second being be trustworthy and reliable. Third being give, don't take, create, don't consume. Fourth being the secret sauce with those soft skills. And then fifth, being set and enforce healthy boundaries. I utilized these and in the beginning was pretty pretty quickly trusted with um, the task of answering the phones, but the task of also speaking to our clients. And to me, looking back, that's a pretty big deal because your clients are extremely valuable to your business. Your clients enable you to provide your services to make money. Companies don't exist without either their clients or their products. And so you, if you are speaking terribly, if you're providing bad customer service, if you're cutting them off, if you're being rude to them, they're going to potentially stop services. The company loses the client, company loses money, company loses their reputation in their industry. It goes down a really bad path. So speaking to clients is no small thing and being trusted with certain tasks pretty quickly is a big deal. It may not seem like a big deal, but that is the company giving you freedom to do these tasks and hoping that you don't mess up on them. Like they're trusting you to do them well. The kind of next step with that was I then was trusted. I started off as the receptionist. I was placed there in an, in an administrative capacity and very quickly was trusted to manage the entire, not the entirety, but like most of the front desk and oftentimes a very solo capacity. Rachel would be called off to do different things. There weren't any uh, support available on a constant basis. And so it was, hey, Jordan's answering the phone. Jordan is speaking to someone and they trusted me to not... They trusted me enough to not need someone there to assist me and to be like listening to my every word to make sure I didn't, didn't mess up. And so I think it's a pretty big deal when you are given the mouthpiece of that company and not having someone listen to your every word, that's, that's saying something. So the fact that I was trusted pretty quickly to make judgment calls, to have good customer service, to speak as accurately as I could about what the company did and answer their questions and to know what I needed to say, I'll call you back or let me go find an answer for you is a big deal. There's going to be some sort of leadership 
luxury in any company. So I've worked at companies where they would um, have, I don't know how many days it was, a couple days um, where like they would have really nice fancy dinners, they would bring their spouses and they would talk shop. And if you were invited to that table, that was a big deal. They value what you, what you had to say. They valued your time and you taking up that space. And so likewise for this company, very early on, like we're talking less than six months into my employment, I was asked to join in to what that, what those leadership luxuries looked like. Um, I had no strategy to like, I'm going to start, you know, at the ground floor and I'm going to move up within six months that I wasn't thinking, I was thinking I'm going to be a hard worker and I'm going to do my best. And I was asked into that very quickly. So that ended up being the results of me doing good work. And the kind of like step up from that is it's one thing to have a couple of days where you're, whether it's one day or a couple of days, whatever that takes of some fancy dinners, um, it's a whole other thing to maybe the company has leadership retreats. They have, for whatever that group of people looks like, it's owners, it is high level people, people who make massive decisions and um, not course correct, but they consider the course of the company and they step away for a couple of days and they get lodging, they have fancy meals, they have maybe whether you go to a, um, a place that has like amusement park rides or like spa things or whatever. It, it could, you know, it's obviously the, the flavor of the company of what they want. But um, I was asked to be involved in their, their version of that, um, I guess, within the first year, within like nine months or something of that. And it was like, oh, okay, like I'm going away with you guys. I am going to stay at a hotel. Like I'm like money is being spent for my comfort because of the value that I am bringing to the team in less than a year. That's, that's not a common thing. And that I don't recall our owners specifically saying, Jordan, we are seeing your value. They showed me their value or my value that they saw. So I was literally invited onto like a getaway for the company. And then <laughs> you think it stops there. The next level was that within, maybe that was more of a six month thing because within just shy of a year, I was invited to weekly meetings with the owners to participate. And that's when I say, hey, come prepared for meetings. I was asked in my first meeting, hey, Jordan, do you have anything that you want to share? I had thought, I wonder if they're going to call on me. And not to be like, Jordan, say something, but I wonder if they're going to give me space. And so I prepared with like, I don't know, two or three questions that I had that still related very much to my job. It wasn't like massive high level things. And I was like, hey, if they're going to ask that, I want to say something. And so I came up with a couple questions and they were pretty easy questions and I got them answered and I spent five minutes or 10 minutes tops and then they moved on to the next person. But I saw that luxury 
and I made sure not to waste it and not to abuse that. I didn't talk over people. I didn't push my way in. I took the space as I was given it, used the space, and then I stepped back out and then continued to listen. And ultimately what this does is you doing all these five things and being an awesome employee will probably naturally to a point pave the way for you to ask for certain things. Ooh, yeah. Yes. And that can be a myriad of things. It can depend on what you're looking for. But if you show that you are dependable and reliable, there is so much more options afforded to you than someone who, I mean, for one word is going to be a flake about it and is not going <laughs> to do what they're supposed to do. You're not going to offer things and like offer outside of the, the basics for someone who's, they, they don't know if they're going to show up for that <laughs> meeting. They don't know if that car is going to break down for the fifth time in a month. Um, but kind of ultimately to our point, it depends on a lot of factors. Um, this is going to sound so dramatic, but in a soul crushing way, if this is a job that you join, like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. And you're just being your awesome self and you're contributing, you're sharing, you're listening, you're doing a great job. And then let's say um, a year passes or something and you're like, you know, this is just not, this is not it for me. It's not what I thought it was going to be. You can, I you, I don't think that you should come into these things with the mindset of what can I get out of it. I think you should come into these things so that's the kind of employee that you are. But there are so many factors outside of your control, outside of the company's control. And so maybe the company goes a different way. Maybe they have to lay you off because they lost a major account and the money that they were depending on didn't come in and they have to lay off a team or they have to lay off two people. And you're like, oh my gosh, like this was going so well. I was making inroads. This was great for my skill set. And shoot, now I'm out of a job. Like this is to say there are many factors that that might happen. So don't go into it assuming you're going to get all this stuff. Um, let it be a great either surprise or a great bonus or a great benefit. Um, but this should not be an expectation. And at the end of the day, it's life. You cannot control it. And sometimes it works out awesome. And within a year or two years or whatever, the bosses see your potential. And they're like, all right, Mary Jo, let's get you in here. Let's get you going. And here's what you're going to do. And you're going to take on this and that. And it's great. Or you might be in competition with another coworker and they have one more year of experience or whatever the case may be and you just don't get it. So there are factors outside of your control, but on the whole, if you show up and you do a great job, that's going to be noticed and that's going to be seen, that's going to be valued and it could be rewarded. So with all that being said, a couple of just really quick boom, boom, boom. By showcasing these five points, you will gain your co your company's trust. You're going to be given additional opportunities. Your thoughts, your contributions, your additions are going to be valued. Once they see what you can do, 
they're going to start bringing you and they're going to start asking you, hey, can you take care of this? Hey, can you do that? It's going to benefit others. It's going to benefit your team. It's going to benefit the company in general. So your expertise will be weighed and considered and you're going to, you're going to get certain allowances for things. So even as simple as needing to step away from the office to take care of something personal, um, it's like, okay, we know you're going to come back. We know you're going to like return back to your tasks. So that is what will most likely and possibly come up as you exhibit great behavior in the workplace. All right, professionals, I hope this was helpful to you. I thought this was a really fun episode to dive into, to consider, and to think through, and to be able to share with you guys. Rachel and I have learned so much along the way, and we have noticed the tried and true And so hopefully this made sense and this was beneficial to you. And maybe this can be an episode that you go back and listen to a couple times and to really gain everything from it. But that is going to wrap up this episode um, with what we have for you today. And uh, thank you again so much for listening and for your guys' support on this and just enjoying the content that we want to share with you. We just, we're here to benefit you guys and to give you a resource. So um, with that being said, at the sixth time of this episode, <laughs> we out. And remember, guys, stay professional-ish. <laughs>